It's Tuesday, April 25, 2017. What do we want? Science! When do we want it? Now! The March for Science was a global success on seven continents. We've had close to 5,000 scientists contact us to say they wanted to run for office. What's next? Recruiting scientists to run for elected office. The planet hits a new milestone in rising CO2. Plus, for Britain, its own milestone. The first full day without coal since the 1880s. All of those encouraging stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Good evening. On this Saturday night, hundreds of thousands of people on six continents and throughout the United States came out in support of science. And by the Sunday morning news shows, they were all forgotten. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, tens of thousands of scientists and people supporting them came out all over the world over the weekend. Yes, they did. In fact, it was more than just tens, but we'll have more on that in a moment. First, a quick follow-up to a story in our last Green News report. After a swift public outcry, the U.S. Treasury Department has rejected oil giant ExxonMobil's request for an exemption from sanctions against Russia that bar the company from moving forward on its offshore drilling deal. Exxon's request had attracted a lot of attention in the U.S. because the half-trillion-dollar deal was originally negotiated by then-Exxon CEO Rex Tillerson, who is now U.S. Secretary of State. Yeah, a lot of people presumed that uh, this was going to be it. They were going to lift those sanctions, at least as far as Exxon was concerned. But the administration continues to surprise us one way or another. Indeed they do. Also surprising, by all accounts, the March for Science on Earth Day was a global success. Climate change is my biggest concern. Science seems under attack now. Facts seem under attack. You can see that there's a lot of uh, hope and um, I think a little bit of fear, but uh, a lot of hope. Hundreds of thousands of people marched in the nation's capital and in more than 600 cities around the world to show their support for science and scientific research. And this was on all seven continents. Even scientists at research outposts at the North and South Poles sent their photos of their mini-marches. The nonpartisan march was to rally the public to defend science and its role in informing public policy in the face of the Trump administration's rollbacks of pollution protections, its denial of climate science, and its massive proposed cuts to scientific research and federal science agencies like the EPA and the National Institutes of Health. It's also notable that the March for Science was the top story on the broadcast networks, leading the nightly news on Saturday on CBS, ABC, and NBC. It's been 47 years since the first Earth Day. Today, it was observed around the world with a focus on science. Tens of thousands of scientists and their supporters taking to the streets. However, Media Matters for America notes that some networks still couldn't resist promoting false journalistic balance and provided a platform to climate science deniers in their reports. We're looking at you, CNN and CBS. <laughs> well, at least they covered it, at least on Saturday night after the marches uh, had happened. But by Sunday morning, as Media Matters also points out, all of these marches, hundreds of thousands of people, were completely ignored the next day on all of the Sunday news shows. Yep. And now the scientific community and environmental are gearing up for the People's Climate March on Saturday, April 29th. The Washington Post reports that the march's organizers are working on what's next, building on the momentum to create a science advocacy
advocacy network to help scientists communicate their findings to the public and to help the public engage in science and speak up for science and policymaking. But one group is going further. 314 Action, named after the first three digits of Pi, is a new organization working to recruit scientists to run for office. In an interview with PBS NewsHour, founder Shaughnessy Naughton, a chemist turned congressional candidate, said politics needs more problem solvers. We really need uh, pro-science voices and people with scientific backgrounds to step up and get involved. We've had close to 5,000 scientists contact us to say they wanted to run for office. But as the people march, the planet just marched past another carbon dioxide milestone. Thanks to humans digging up and burning fossil fuels, the concentrations of heat-trapping CO2 in the atmosphere have topped 410 parts per million over the weekend for the first time in the history of our species. That's not good. Nope. The planet's surface has already warmed nearly a full degree Celsius since the first Earth Day in April 1970. But finally, some good news. On Friday, the day before Earth Day, Britain saw its first full day without burning coal for electricity for the first time since the Industrial Revolution began in the late 1880s. Greenpeace UK called it, quote, a watershed in the energy transition. No coal for the entire nation of Britain. Kind of amazing, wondering when the U.S. is going to even come close to anything like that feat. No coal, please. We're British. For much more on all of the stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Say you want a revolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world. You tell me that it's evil. Yeah.